You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. Okay, you're very, very welcome. My name is Ahanu, and I want to welcome you to this special Akashic Records session number 47. And in the UK and Ireland today is Mother's Day, or Mothering Sunday as it's known. And for those of you like me, whose physical mother is in glory, I look to our Mother Earth and our spiritual mothers on this Mothering Sunday. So may we take this golden opportunity to wish you and all our mothers a special and delightful day. And our gift to all of you is a bouquet of prayers for all your intentions. Now, interestingly enough, too, we're coming upon a new moon on March 8th at 5.55 Pacific time, interesting numbers. And when the moon is new, the sun and moon are aligned in the same zodiac sign, making it a charged time with concentrated energies. And it's a good time also to set intentions for things that you'd like to create, to develop, to cultivate, or to make manifest. Now, speaking of numbers, we have 22 questions in the lineup today, which is quite a lot, and I really hope we will be able to get to all of them. But if we don't, as I mentioned before, we will roll them forward into our next open forum session. The kind of questions we're going to cover today will all be about activations, archons, cash, climate, consciousness, creation, kundalini. We'll speak about music, sunlight, water and more. And interestingly enough, there was a video we made some weeks ago called Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick? And in this video, we had quite a lot of responses to it and questions that arose out of it. So we'll be asking some of those today. Now, our seasoned participants will know from where these sessions originated. But for our newcomers, it's important to give you a tiny bit of background and an explanation as to what to expect. Firstly, you should know that throughout these sessions, Angel Rose is not in a trance and neither is she channeling through any spiritual or psychic entity, spirit, angel or ascended master. She is downstepping this information and knowledge directly from source. You may not be aware of this, but many of the answers to these questions became the basis for Angel Rose's first book in the 10-book Honest to God series called A Time of Change, which is available from atimeofchange.info. Her second book called The Nature of Reality can be ordered from thenatureofreality.info, from amazon.com and from where all good books are sold. And furthermore, each week, the summaries, which we call profundities, are lovingly prepared and posted online at worldofempowerment.com, allowing members from around the world to benefit from sources, words and guidance. And to date, we have collected thousands of hours of audio and transcripts from these sessions, and they're all available in the archives at worldofempowerment.com. And finally, we ask you that once we close today, please go to the World of Empowerment website and leave your comments about the session and about your experiences. And we will, of course, be doing our first Sunday of the month, Meditation to Paradise Earth today. So after we finish this session, please do stay on, if you can, for our Meditation to Paradise Earth. So that's the end of the formal introductions. I'd like now to welcome our own beloved Angel Rose. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for this session. I'm going to go ahead and say the prayer. 
lots of pretty colors in the room today at Hana when I'm saying the prayer. We've got some really pretty light green. We've got some soft purple or violet and some yellow and some beautiful blue. Usually when you see these kind of colors, it lets us know that there is many presences here today with us. And uh, usually the colors reflect the quality of the questions. Okay, our first question today. Does Mozart's music transmit light codes that resonate with the DNA of some humans? Mozart's music definitely transmits light codes. And whether it resonates with some humans, you know, it's, it's like it will resonate with certain people, of course. They will feel uplifted. They'll feel a strong connection with Mozart or some sort of a remembrance, perhaps. It will be uplifting to some people. It's more of the question, does music in and of itself activate the DNA, is really what I'm perceiving out of that question. And it is true that music will affect the DNA, for positive or ill, depending on the music, also depending on who's receiving it. So yes is the answer to both of those questions. Our next question A medium in India is being guided by some ascended masters who have initiated a bunch of people into a 12-strand DNA activation stroke meditation process to change and evolve them. Whilst it is a very profound and powerful process, and it takes me deep into a trance or sleep, I still don't feel any different after eight or nine weeks of practicing it. I am told by the masters in their channeled message that we have to work on ourselves greatly too in order to transcend. So if every meditation means only meditating to work on ourselves and our issues, how do these channelings and initiations actually help us, especially in this trying time? I thought this would be some kind of a magic wand which would zip up my old baggage and give me a fill-up. I mean... How do we trust what is coming our way? Because I, for one, have suffered a lot by blindly trusting all of these schools. Okay, well, there is no quick fix to activating your DNA unless it is coming directly from sources love. Because love is really the only thing that clears and erases anything less than itself. Okay, so activations, they can help. They act as catalysts, really, by providing particular frequencies or light codes to an individual. And I don't know the source of where you're getting it, so I can't really tell you what kind of light you may have received, if it helped you or didn't help you. Okay, so I can't answer that part for you because I don't have enough info on who it was. But... It is true that you will get catalyzed from time to time from different sources. As we know, we're all being catalyzed right now just by the universe itself and what's coming in to our planet. But you see, catalyzation doesn't erase automatically. Catalyzation means that it offers higher donations of light and perhaps sound in order to loosen or jar things that are within us and shake the patterns up. 
Okay, but the part where you still have to do your own work is that you do have to look at your own issues. You're the only one that can make a different decision about your past, about your future, and about your present. You know, we've heard this phrase, the power of choice is yours. So forgiveness, which is really what we're talking about when we talk about truly releasing the past, it's all about forgiveness. And forgiveness really means that you're no longer interested in having any kind of a negative thought or wish upon another person or indeed upon yourself. That's true forgiveness, where you're just done with it already. The other piece of this is, and we've talked about this before in these sessions, you have to remember the physical body is a collection of memories. Every cell in your body holds memories. To truly affect a change at the levels that you're speaking of, you have to understand that the body has to cleanse and remake cells. Now, for some people, it is possible that this can happen in an instant, where the body can be washed clean and new cells are formed, okay? But that is from a high experience of love and understanding and forgiveness. And we call that a miracle. There is no quick fix in the sense of nobody's going to come and just wipe away your past because you have to be willing within yourself to forgive, to release, to love. And that's really the highest answer I can give. In a video that we made entitled, Is the Tunnel of Light a Trick? You mentioned that dark forces use electromagnetic energy to feed on. Electromagnetic energy is a wide spectrum of wavelengths. There's plenty of electromagnetic energy all around. For example, sunlight is just one abundant source of electromagnetic energy. So which wavelength are the forces of darkness using? I don't know if I'm going to give the scientific answer, but I'll attempt to say what they're showing me. First of all, they're using the crystalline network. And that crystalline network... I actually get an image of quartz crystals. So the frequency that quartz crystals function under is the spectrum that they use. Okay, now that network is through all of the earth, as we know. Okay, I mean, it's in every mineral. There's deep crystals into the earth they're using. So it's a program, really. Okay, it's, it's putting things in the crystalline network of the earth that are programs that vibrate and affect our physiology because we are also a crystalline network. Okay, now they do have the ability to know about chemicals and geometries that align uh, with what a quartz crystal can activate. The other thing is anything that uses quartz crystals, you know, all our electronics, for example, all use quartz, at least I understand they do, if I'm correct, okay, in some capacity. Anywhere where quartz crystals are used, any place on the earth where there's an abundance of quartz, all these things get programmed into the grid around the earth. Okay, so that's the network that they're using for programs. You have to remember that you are made up of crystals. You know, your body is 
got a lot of crystals. Every cell's got a crystal in it. That's the range that I'm seeing they're using. All right, great. Our next question. Are the archons part of us? Are we part of them? Or are they a totally alien species? And just for people who don't know, the, it is believed that the archons are um, a group of negative beings who wreak havoc with us and with the earth. You know, we would put them under the heading of the dark forces. Okay, so having said that, Ahana, would you read the question again, please? Certainly. Are the archons part of us? Are we part of them? Or are they a totally alien species? Well, the answer source is giving is that they're part of our negative consciousness. Okay, so let me clarify that. We've had other meetings where sources talked about negative entities and was telling us how we create many of them ourselves by our negative thoughts. All thought creates form at some level. And if you have thoughts that are continually repeated over and over again, eventually they become a being. So... The answer to the question is is really kind of yes to both in the sense that the beings that are the archons were a race of beings before they came to Earth. Okay, so they would come from another part of the universe. However, if our situation on Earth wasn't so polarized, we wouldn't have attracted them in the first place. They've joined forces with other negative elite on this planet. They have an arrangement, you know, where they'll get benefited in some way if they do this work. And the work really is to mess with your memory, mess with your DNA, mess with your frequency, keep it low, keep it suppressed. They do affect the crystalline structure on the earth, like I mentioned already. Okay, so they have many antics. But the point is, and we've already mentioned, is that because we each have a polarized brain, you know, it's that old cartoon where the devil's on one shoulder and the angel is on the other. And we have to constantly choose which camp we're going to be in. You can't serve two masters. So the work is to watch your own mind and notice how many of your thoughts during the day fall into the negative or low category and how many are geared toward being loving, being positive, believing that only good can come to you. Those are all choices. The choice to believe that only good can come to you is a decision. So as long as we succumb to the negative expressions on this planet and we get upset about them and we give them energy and we want to fight or we want to kill or we want to have somebody get their just rewards, all of that is still our consciousness in the negative camp. Okay, so these beings do wreak havoc. The forces of darkness are strong, but... It's part of our own consciousness. And if you can imagine, if everybody's consciousness made choices towards love and only love, where that was all you saw and all you looked for, 
It wouldn't take long before the effect of these negative entities would no longer exist. Our next question, Angel Rose. Is Kundalini electricity? Well, source is saying it's the power of nature. So, yes, it is electrical. But it also has all the power of nature inside of it. And I'm feeling like I'm looking at elements that coalesce and come together that create tremendous force and power. Power to move mountains. Do you remember? We've heard that before. That we would have the power to move mountains if we knew we could. Right, so the Kundalini is a force that, yes, it's predominantly fire energy, which we'll call electrical. Okay, but it also unites with other combinations of elements and also unites chemically to produce particular effects. It has the power to open up all your chakras, to activate your DNA, to bring you to God consciousness when it's utilized properly. So, yes. Okay, our next question. Is a cashless society coming? Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Well, what I hear Source saying is the forces of good will try to avert that because it really does take away a person's personal freedom and it also takes away the rights of the individual to do trade as they see fit. So they are trying to put it in place, but what I'm hearing Source say is it would be good to gather up an effort to avert that, you know, not let it happen, in other words. Let me just say that that requires being aware, because I feel what Source is saying, there's many things get slipped under the table, under our noses, because we're not paying attention. But they are trying to push this through, but it really should be averted because it is, um, it's not healthy for us as people. It's, it's enslaving. Wow. Not only is our privacy already affected, but they'll know every little tiny thing about you. And it'll be a way to track you, you'll never be able to do anything private. Everything will be known to the powers that be. So it's not a good thing. It's a way to control a people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, We're getting some comments, Angel Rose, about these questions being fantastic. They, They are great questions, and we really appreciate the people who have sent them in. Our next question is about climate, and does climate affect our consciousness? Maybe we could even extend that question, Engel Rose, and ask about earth changes. Are the earth changes that are happening and the subsequent climate changes, do they affect our consciousness? All right, well, I feel Source wants to define consciousness first. Okay, because the answer to that is these things definitely affect your moods and your, your emotions for sure. Okay, and your body. Consciousness is awareness, right? Source wants to just briefly say, consciousness is the ability to be aware. It is an innate intelligence that we're all given. Okay, so first it wants to define that. 
So when you ask me if these things affect our consciousness, yes, on a level, okay? See, consciousness can never be destroyed because it was created by source. The ability to be conscious, to be aware of life, to be aware of source, that's an innate gift that all life has, actually, in varying degrees, but it's put inside every single thing that exists. Where these things affect is in your ability to be aware. Some climate changes are actually activating. They actually activate our DNA, okay, which makes us have a greater ability to be aware. The more DNA you have switched on, the more aware you are. The more you have the connections, let's just say, to be able to be aware. It's like switches, Climate change can switch on DNA. Now, there's other climate changes that affect us biologically. And the reason for this is because we are physical beings. We have a Merkaba field around us. We've got a a top six-pointed star pointing upwards. We've got a bottom one pointing down. These are counter-rotating fields. They're around our bodies, and the bottom Merkaba connects us to the planetary grid. When you're born, you, you stand on the earth. Your feet are in the electromagnetic grid of the earth. So anything that happens with her does affect your biology. You know, species are the way they are because of their environment. The different life forms we have here on this planet have all adapted to this particular planetary system, including our own biology. So anytime there's shifts going on in the Earth, especially the way they are now, which are huge, that's going to affect your heart rate. It'll affect your chemistry. It will affect how you feel. Many things can happen during climate change. We can have positive activations or we can have illness, depending on what's getting activated inside of us. Did I answer all of that question? Uh Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Now, many of us are aware of various creation stories from various cultures around the world. Is there one true creation story? That's a real can of worms you're opening for me, huh? Yes. Okay. Source is saying there is, and it is... It's I am. That is the original creation story. I am. And from that, all kinds of things go forth. Why I think that's an interesting and simple answer is because Source is letting me know that it wasn't sitting up there molding things into being. Okay, it wasn't doing particular things on particular days like we read in some of the stories. Its intention is I am, which basically is existence itself. It's keeping that very simple because I'm actually having a visual and a feeling as Source is saying that. It is such a powerful statement because from the I am, things go forth. Okay, the I am is a statement of life, of existence, 
the intention of it is benign. It's pure love. That's the creation story, Ahana. All the other things that have happened after that this is a long, long, long history to it, but what Source really wants to say is that it did not create particular things on particular days. It wasn't like that. It was a statement of, I am. I exist. I love. It is. And that's all there is to it. And what happens to people who become enlightened is that they move into the awareness of that I am. They recognize themselves as the I am. And that's when they feel this communion with all life everywhere, where they're aware of everything, everywhere, every second. They're in communion, they're in love. That's existence, that's creation. It's telling us that we spend too much time worrying about history. That if we understood how big and old this universe is, and there are universes that extend so far into infinity that there will never be a way you'll know them all in terms of trying to discover them the way we do down here on Earth. When you can be aware of universes, infinite universes, when you become your I am presence. Okay, but not scientifically, the way we study history and try to discover. History can be a trap because it's been modified so many times by the writers of history that you will never truly know what actually quote-unquote happened at different times and in different places, it's more important that you live in now, that you live in I am, that you understand that you are a creator, that you understand you have a force of God inside your body, that you live and you promote life and bliss and joy and happiness. These should be your efforts What can you do today that brings you into love's presence? That's all there is that matters. You see, it's a Mickey Mouse game to be getting entangled in who did this and who did that and who's to blame and who said this. It's a a gerbil or a hamster on a wheel. It keeps you enmeshed and away from your true nature. Does recycled water lose its properties? I imagine, Angie Rose, that where this question is coming from is in a lot of municipalities now, a lot of the water goes through various recycling plants and so on and purification systems. And the question is, Is that recycled water, does it lose its, perhaps its original properties? It does. It does? Yeah, it does. It loses its crystalline structure, the original crystalline structure of pure water. Okay. And is there some way to recover that? Well, the best way now is to send your love into it, hold it in your hands and send it love 
and ask it to bring forth its original matrix. Okay, because it will spiritually. And it would be a gift that you would be giving it, by the way, because you'd help it heal. See, it's the combination. When something heals, it's because it's a combination of two things coming together. So in this case, you would have the water and you would have yourself. The water is, as much as it may have deteriorated, it still has consciousness. And you have consciousness, so you can join with water for it to have its original structure return. A good experiment people could try is if they could take some tap water and put it in two glasses. And one glass they can leave untreated. and You don't do anything with it. And the other glass you can hold like I've just suggested. Tell it you love it. Tell it you're aware of it. Ask the original spirit of the water. Come back and arrange itself so that it's healthy and clean. And then taste each one after half an hour and see how they taste. And that'll prove to you that what you're doing makes a difference. Super. Many people are cremating the human body after death now. And indeed, there are some companies that are actually offering to plant the remains and let it grow as a tree. Does human cremated remains in which a tree has been planted become the tree? Yeah, that's a good question. In other words, are you you're going to become a tree afterwards? Your yeah. consciousness, will your consciousness be in the tree? Is that really what we're asking? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. Well, a part of it will be. Not all of you, of course, because your spirit is eternal. But uh, there will be imprints of you that are still in the ashes. There's still some spiritual essence there that will go into the making of that tree. So it would be interesting to see what kind of trees get produced and what they're like. But again, this is being aware at a level of consciousness that most people are not aware of. But when you commune with trees and you get to know them, you'll be able to read that info. So yes, some of those spiritual energy from the person will go into that tree. But you know, it's the same as when we have, we bury a dead in a coffin and that coffin eventually decomposes, hopefully. Some are metal, so they they don't. But the ones that do, that go back into the earth where the, you know, the remains of the person goes back into the earth, part of them does become part of the earth and how you know that is because when you go to particular places or you're in a burial ground you can definitely feel the energy of spiritual energy there so some parts do remain great does the president of a country represent the consciousness of its people all right we'll I have to be careful with this answer because what i'm hearing is not entirely depending on what's in control of the president. Okay, so on the one level, we've already talked about, when we were speaking about the archons, we say, yes, if our, if our consciousness was not polarized into positive and negative, we wouldn't be attracting negative forces. So on a level, what the president represents, depending on what he's doing, it shows us really where the majority of our consciousness still is. 
Okay, in other words, it isn't saying that we're all dark if we have a president that is succumbed to the dark side. Okay, but it is saying that there these are still it's still an influence that we have in our world. Okay, in that we do carry that we have to transform. And it's kind of critical mass point. In other words, you need the majority of the population to switch over to do what we've been talking about in this session in order to see those forces of darkness lessen. So if you have a good president in a location, it shows you there's more light in the place. If you have a president who's succumbing more to the darkness, then it's telling you that there's still a mass negative influence that has to be transformed. And again, I, to end this question, Source is reiterating that we are the transformers. We have the power to transform things through love and forgiveness. And by the way, that doesn't mean that you ignore criminals or you ignore people who are harming another. It is perfectly acceptable to lock up a murderer, put it in jail so it doesn't continue to harm people, but you can do it without wanting him dead or wanting him to suffer. You could still recognize that everybody's a part of each other, and yet you could do what you have to do. It's called tough love. Okay. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, Months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a members-only website of practical spirituality for your fast-changing world. Worldofempowerment.com Now you mentioned that we are the transformers of our own consciousness. Does your environment help transform that consciousness? And particularly the questioner asks... Do the pictures that we hang in our homes influence our consciousness? Well, they'll definitely make you feel uplifted if you have pictures. If you have holy pictures, uh, it'll change the whole energy of the room. If you have pictures that evoke well-being and peace, yes, they can affect. Just like colors. Colors of your wall can we just did a recording, didn't we, Ahana, or an interview with somebody about Feng Shui. Uh, you just put that out, I think, yesterday. So that makes the point that colors on the wall make a difference. Uh, placement of furniture, how well energy flows. Also, your location, where you actually live, can drastically affect your consciousness and how you feel. If you're sitting on really healthy grids, you know, it'll be fantastic if you're not and there's toxic stuff going on underneath the surface where there's a history in the home that's not happy, you will definitely feel that. See, I get the word deliberate from source. We need to live our lives deliberately where everything we do has a purpose. It's the same with your home, how you arrange it, what kind of furniture, what kind of pictures, if it's clean or not. You know, the, the higher in consciousness you get, the neater you become. The more ordered your life is, the more ordered your home is. Okay, so 
these things are natural effects of moving into more of a divine consciousness. I remember one time long ago, Ahana, when I was working with the tarot cards, I was working with the major arcana, which is a spiritual path in and of itself, and I was working with number four, which is the emperor card. And the higher aspect of the emperor card is divine order. So I made myself this affirmation tape, and I was, and a lot of the statements were that I am now living in divine order. Well, the effects of that was is all of a sudden I started to house clean. <laughs> And I thought to myself, well, this really wasn't the kind of effect I was mm. expecting, but it made me put everything, I cleaned out the house, I, I cleaned everything. And it was kind of like saying, okay, that's an aspect of divine order, mm-hmm. is to put your house in order. Interesting. Very interesting indeed. Okay, our next question. Can an extinct species come back? The first answer I'm hearing is, why would it want to? It's an interesting point, because if a species is extinct, it means it's gone home. That species has gone back to its collective spiritual place, and the collective wants to do something different. Okay, so can it come back? It's possible for it to come back, but generally... What I'm hearing is if it's truly extinct, it doesn't want to because particular species, especially in the animal kingdom, are a group. And if the group becomes extinct, it means they're ready to leave the planet and do something different. They evolve as well. They just evolve differently than we do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do plants reincarnate? Okay, so we're talking about the spirit of a particular plant, for example, as a being, correct? So like this, would you put out front, there are um, primroses, right? Mm -hmm. The yellow primrose, you're asking, will that reincarnate? Does that have a spirit that will reincarnate? Is that the question? Okay. Again, it's a group thing. There is reincarnation as a group consciousness with the plant kingdom. So rather than think of it as an individual spirit separate from its group, we need to think of it as a group thing. So will it come back in and recycle as a group consciousness? Yes, it will. And with that, you know, on some level, there is inherent in that the memory of its past. It just may not be as aware as a human, for example, but it will have awareness for sure. It'll have an awareness with its relationship with its group, uh, how its group has evolved, what affects its group, and so on. Does the make, model, or color of our cars mean anything? Jeepers, I hope not, but let me ask. (laughs) Okay. First of all, it's saying that in terms of that, there's limited choice. Okay, so in other words, if you go look at the choice of colors for cars, for example, they'll be within a particular range. So you won't always be able to choose what you'd like to that resonates with you. But you will, if you can, you'll choose a car that does make you feel good. All right, but not everybody can choose cars 
that really reflect who they are. So I'm going to say, you know, only to a point, okay? There's a lot to this, you see. There's prosperity, there's there's colors, there's, you know, your limited choice in who's making cars. On one level, you could say it reflects the consciousness of the person, but then not always, because there, there's people who are very enlightened that are just driving very basic car, but perhaps that's because they've come to simplicity. So mm-hmm. it's not a given, you know? Sure. Yes, yeah. I, I remember actually, um, I knew a millionaire one time who used to drive a very ordinary car. And he did so because when he was living the life that that um, portrayed the, the wealth that he had, he found that people reacted to him differently. And because of that, he didn't want to create preconceived ideas of who he was. Right. So he lived a much happier life, actually, as a millionaire mm-hmm. by driving a, a less mm-hmm. elegant car. Right. And I suppose on some level, yeah, it does reflect mm-hmm. the consciousness. Like we're driving a, a hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. So... There's many ways to look at it. Like, we didn't have very much choice in the color. I would not have picked the color we have. Okay, but we picked a hybrid because we wanted, you know, not to use so much gas, not to mm-hmm. contribute to that part of the environment. All right, but it's not our highest choice. I mean, we'd prefer a Tesla, wouldn't we, Ahano, that was all electric. Indeed. For example, okay, if we were really able to. So... Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting that uh, a person in the chat section has mentioned that her twin flame drives the same color car as her partner. They drive the same color car. They drive the same color car, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, Interesting. It's kind of like clothes. Okay, with your choice of clothes, you could say the same thing. Do, Do clothes affect us? We've actually shown in the past in an experiment with curly hand photography that clothing does affect your immune system for sure mm-hmm. and your moods you know you notice you feel stronger in some colors and mm-hmm. so all of these things can affect us to a point is what i hear sources saying okay our next question where is all the light that we send in the grid you know i think the questioner had more to that question in the sense of oh uh, they were asking why don't we see more positive effects if we've been sending all this light into the grids for so long you know yes indeed where does it where is it going is what they're asking yes and in fact maybe you could lump in together Angiros the next question which was how come our positive focus on peace and harmony over so many years has not become the reality that we want you know the reason is, is is because there's not enough people doing it Again, I'm going to go back to what we talked about earlier in terms of our own personal purification. You really do need the majority of the population to stop being interested in lower things. I mean, we have to stop being interested in blame and uh, wanting people to get their karmic reward. I don't know how many times I've heard that. Oh, they'll get theirs, not to worry. We have to stop our own maliciousness. And like I say, the job is to monitor your mind all day long and be paying attention to what you're thinking about anybody, anything, at any time. 
Okay, because there's lots of light coming into this planet. But here's the thing, and it'll make a point, Hannah, when we were in Ireland, remember? And we were asked to start making our sacred earth waters. The second year we went back to Ireland, we asked the earth why it wanted us to do this. Do you remember? Mm-hmm, I do. And the earth had told us that it takes her millions and millions of years to process a historical event that occurs uh, in her grids and, and that humans transform energy much faster. So what we were doing is we were making essences from particular places. Some of those places had a, a horrible history. Other places were um, very high frequency. And she was asking us to, one piece of it anyway, was to ingest these so that we could know the energy and transform it, which helps her. She was telling us that her body needed to be able to absorb more light. And it couldn't absorb it because there were all these historical imprints. Now, I want people to understand how we all keep history in place. And a very simple example is when you look at generations of people and families and cultures and religions that every time a new child is born, the parents and the family indoctrinate that child into the history, into the religion, into the programming, into the beliefs. And so history just keeps repeating itself over and over and over. I mean, how many times are we going to keep the Holocaust alive, for example? How many times are we going to talk about Irish history and the gods and goddesses of old? I mean, they weren't saints by any means, okay? They were fighters. They battled. But this is the truth everywhere. And as long as we keep those things active in our consciousness, in our memories, we're going to recreate them. The imprint stays, and the earth is saying to us, how can I possibly have purification if everybody's keeping the darkness alive? Okay, so the reason why the light's not getting in is because the earth herself needs help integrating all of these things. She needs transformation. She let us know that the human body can transform these energies much quicker than hers because of the way it's built. So she was asking us to ingest these things because they moved through our bodies and we came out different at the end. And I could tell stories all day about that. Maybe we'll have a topic just on the water so people can understand what we're talking about. Okay, but the reason the light's not getting through is because we keep reinforcing the darkness. Okay. There have been many instances of animals demonstrating feelings. However, we've been told that these are only instincts. Can Source clarify, do animals get hurt feelings? They definitely do. Okay, especially now, animals are evolving. They're becoming more aware. Their consciousness is expanding. Okay, so they definitely have feelings. All you got to do is yell at a dog and watch how it reacts to know that it has feelings. People will also say that they know their animals stay mad at them for a period of time. I mean, look at cats. If If you make them mad, they'll snub you for a long time. Okay, they do have feelings. 
Where we draw the line is they don't necessarily have the power of choice like we do. Okay, so in other words, they're not sitting there thinking and devising and coming up with solutions to problems and plans. They do have an, an instinctual nature that will respond to something that's happening out of their basic instinct. But they also do have a level of emotion. An animal loves loves us, and that's not an instinct. That's something that is a higher higher thing. What are the 10 things to remember and do in order to build and maintain meaningful relationships with others? You've been asked that question before we have, many actually. times. Yes, yeah, yeah. And we've already answered it, so I don't want to do it again. Okay. Um, why did the dinosaurs really die off? All right. Well, I am seeing a um, some sort of a meteor crashing on the Earth that looks like uh, an impact of some sort hit the Earth and destroyed a lot of life at that time. Okay. Yeah. Our next question. Why do horoscopes appear, why do horoscope signs appear to be real? How does our star sign make our personalities similar? Okay. So say the first part again, huh? Why do horoscope signs appear to be real? Well, you know, I got to tell you at the level of source... It's not acknowledging that they're real. Okay, so that's the first thing I have to say. Because they've been invented by men in terms of, you know, they are archetypal. Somebody used them as an archetypal image. Source did not do it. It's being really clear to say that we've done it. So anytime we make an archetype or symbol, we make a symbol mean something and it's agreed upon you know it has energy okay so that's part of the reason there's a common agreement about it that's created it right what's the second part how does our star sign make our personalities similar yeah but that's the influence of planetary bodies and not necessarily the symbol okay so so there's commonalities in the universe with the um, description of a planet or the influence of a planetary body. And that does have something to do with molding a personality. Only some. Okay, so there'll be similarities, but they may not be exact. So really the answer is it's the influence of a planetary body upon a person. Do the people involved with these monthly meetings, and I'm assuming they mean this particular group session that we're doing right now, do they come from the same soul group and or have prior soul relationships on another planet? Is there a message from source for our group of participants? Anything that we all can do to help improve things that we are not yet aware of? That's a quite an interesting question. We never thought about that, did we, Hannah? No. Oh, good one. All right, are we all part of the same soul group? Well, the answer is no, but what is true is that we've all come from our own particular star systems 
So I think what you can say is we all know that we're here to do something great. We're here at this particular planetary time. Okay, so some of us would have come from the angelic realms. Other people would have come from Andromeda. Some others would come from the Pleiades. Others from other planetary systems entirely. So we're not all from the same place in that way. But the commonality is that we all care about the earth and about saving it, actually, and saving the people here. All right, so now having said that, let me see what sources advice is. It wants us to understand that what's really needed is that we bring more heaven to earth. It's not the reverse, as in some religions, where you live your life on earth and you die and you hope to go to heaven. The job is to bring heaven here. And by heaven we mean that original I am love and benevolence and light and creativity that we spoke of in the beginning. So each person, how they contribute to the world is dependent on what are you doing to help uplift the earth. And there's many levels of that. Okay, there's so many levels. And that would have to do with what are you most attracted to because it's needed on every level. We have Penny Kelly on the show, on our radio show, quite a bit. Penny's an interesting character because she spent many years of her life just turning her farm into an organic farm. That's only one level. But the process of that took years to shift over just to do that. She understood that the microbes... And the bacteria in the soil are deficient. And if you don't have good soil, you're not going to have good food. So there's so many levels of making things right, making things healthy again. So that's only one small level. You, you may choose to be a hands-on healer where you bring in higher light to people. You may be a teacher. You may, you know, whatever it is, as long as the motive is to uplift consciousness and bring things back to a natural harmonic state there's so many forms to do that okay and each person has to go with what they love in terms of that but what source wants is for us to be in that consciousness where we understand that the goal is joy is freedom is happiness is positive expectation is knowing that Good is really the only intention of source. And to be an, an instrument of that, where you facilitate that in some way. And that's what it wants to tell us. Okay. Now, there are some more questions in the lineup. And one particular one that I would have loved to have got today about the flat earth that we're going to have to postpone and leave it until the Let's next time. Let's do a time. topic on the flat earth, Actually, shall we? yes. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. And for... Everybody who doesn't know, it's this new belief going around that suggests that the Earth is not a globe, a spinning ball. Well, let's say the Earth is not a spinning ball moving through space, but rather it exists on a flat plane. Now, there's many levels to that, so it really does need a really huge exploration. So anybody who has heard of it, is interested in it, do send your questions to us 
so that we can help put that topic together. Super. That's a great idea. Okay. I'm now going to read a summary of the topics that we've covered today. And after I finish this, we will go into the meditation to paradise earth. Now, you will have a choice, of course, to stay for the meditation or leave, but you will get a copy of it in your inbox when we finish rendering it as a download. So our summary, our profundities from our session number 47 from the 6th of March 2016, light green, soft purple and blue were in the room today, indicating a great spiritual presence reflecting the quality of the questions. Mozart's music transmits light codes that resonates and uplifts many people. Music can affect the DNA, depending on the receiver and the type of music. Love is the only thing that clears and erases anything less than itself. We're all being catalyzed right now by the universe. Catalyzation loosens our issues so you can make choices around them. Only true forgiveness truly releases the past. Dark forces use the crystalline network to program and affect our physiology. Anything that uses quartz crystals to communicate and anywhere there is an abundance of quartz in the earth and in our bodies can be programmed. Archons wreak havoc and are part of our negative consciousness. We create negative entities with our negative thoughts. All thoughts create form at some level. Because we have a polarized brain, we are tempted to serve two masters. The belief that only good can come to you is our own decision. Fear is an indication that our consciousness is in the negative camp. Kundalini is electrical and is the power of nature that can move mountains. Kundalini unites chemically to produce bodily effects that can induce God consciousness. The forces of good will try to avert a cashless society because it is enslaving to humanity. Consciousness can never be destroyed because it was created by God's source. Climate affects our emotions and our bodies and it can affect our consciousness on some level. Some earth changes activate our DNA through our Merkaba fields. Species are the way they are because of their environment. The original creation story is I am, and from that all things go forth. I am is existence itself and is a statement of life and pure love. The one true creation story is, I am, I love, and I exist. Enlightened people have come into communion with their I am presence. 
we can become aware of other universes when we become aware of the I am. We spend too much time worrying about history. Ask what you can do today to bring yourself into love's presence. Recycled water loses its crystalline structure. We can help recycled water to recover its crystalline matrix by healing it with love. Part of human consciousness will enter a tree if the cremated remains are planted with it. If our consciousness was not polarised, we would not attract negative forces. The president of a country can represent the consciousness of its people. We are the transformers of our own consciousness. Our home environment, colours, location, history, etc. can evoke well-being or bring up issues to be resolved. Living deliberately allows us to naturally become more ordered and more loving. When a species becomes extinct, it returns to its home collective so that it can evolve. Plants can reincarnate as a group consciousness that can retain its awareness of life. Global manifestations of change need the majority of the population to be in line with the outcome. It takes the earth millions of years to transform historical imprints that have been left in the grids. The human biology can transform negative energies much faster than the earth. If every time a new child is born, it is indoctrinated into past beliefs, it will keep negative imprints active in the collective consciousness. Animals have feelings. Dinosaurs became extinct due to a meteor impact. The influence of planetary bodies can make some personalities appear similar. We are all here at this time to do great things and to bring heaven to earth. Going with what you love helps you bring forth joy, freedom and happiness. So that does bring us to the end of the session. We will now begin our meditation to paradise earth. So let's begin by bringing to mind our intention. And let's be pure in that intention. And that intention is to travel to Paradise Earth, which already exists right now at a different frequency band to what we're familiar with here on Earth. We will journey there and bring back the frequency of perfection, the frequency of perfect love and joy and happiness, and integrate it into our own lives, the lives of our families and friends, and outward into our communities, our cities, our countries, our planet, and on outward into the universe. So close your eyes now and make yourself comfortable. And become aware of yourself where you are sitting or lying. And feel the contact of your body or your feet on the ground. 
and take a deep breath in. And on the out breath, let it go. Take another deep breath in. And on the out breath, let it go. And one more deep breath in. And on the out breath, feel yourself relaxing. Relax your head. Relax your face and your jaw and your tongue. Relax your shoulders. Relax your arms, your elbows, your wrists, your fingers. Relax your chest and your stomach and your hips. And feel the relaxation moving down your legs, your knees, your calves, your ankles and your feet. Now see in your mind's eye the number three appear three times. And then see the number two appear three times. And then see the number one appear three times. Relax and know that you are perfectly safe and that you're always in full control of this journey. Know that you can open your eyes anytime and you can be back in your room anytime you like. In your mind's eye now, look over to your right side and see a staircase with 12 steps leading down to a hallway that leads to your quantum doorway to Paradise Earth. And become aware of your surroundings. Is your staircase crystal or stone or wood? Is it cool or warm or smooth? Begin going down your steps now. Down steps one, two and three. Continuing down deeper now, more relaxed as you go down steps four, five and six. More relaxed now, down step seven, eight and nine. Going deeper now, more relaxed as we go down steps 10, 11 and 12. And you find yourself in your hallway and there's a quantum door ahead of you that leads to Paradise Earth. So let's bring to mind our intention. It is to go through this door to Paradise Earth and bring back the frequency of perfection, the frequency of perfect love and joy and happiness and integrate it into our own lives. Now standing in front of the door, when I count to three, the door will open and you will jump through the door into Paradise Earth. One, two, Three, jump through the doorway into Paradise Earth now. 
and you will have plenty of time to explore and I will come to bring you safely back in a few minutes. Okay, it's time to come back now. So find your door that leads back into your hallway. And remember that you're bringing back with you the frequencies of Paradise Earth. On the count of three, you will open your door and jump back into your hallway. One, two, three. Jump back into your hallway now. Door closing behind you. Now back in your hallway, Begin walking towards your staircase. Going up your staircase now. Steps 12, 11 and 10. Each step up allows you to become more aware of where you are right here, right now. Up steps 9, 8 and 7. Begin to stretch out your legs and your fingers. Up step six, five, four, and three. Become aware of where you are right here, right now. Stretch out your arms and your legs. Take a deep breath as you go up steps two and one and find yourself back in your peaceful place. And when I count to three, I will snap my fingers and you will be wide awake back in your room, feeling better than ever before. One, two, three. Wide awake. I'm going to ask Angel Rose to come back now and to close the records.
All right, thank you everyone today for your wonderful questions and your presence. That's super. So thank you. And remember to enter your comments on worldofempowerment.com. We appreciate you all being here and for participating today. We love you all so much. Until next week, blessings from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a World of Empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.